You are now listening to the Final Whistle Sports Podcast. Here is your host, Blaine Spencer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Final Whistle Sports Podcast. We've got a real exciting announcement today. I've got Michael Dowdy Jr., former Seton Hall basketball walk-on and athlete, also a 2016 Big East champion. He's also a good friend of mine. Mike, how are we doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Hey, the honor was all mine. And before we get started, me and you have talked about this story a little bit, but I don't know if you remember, but my first ever involvement at Seton Hall basketball was playing you in pickup with all your boys. Uh, And you guys literally schooled us 16 to 1. Yeah, I, I remember that, man. I remember that was that was that was some fun times, man. That <laughs> that wreck, you gotta. There's a lot of a lot of buckets happening in there. <laughs> there were, the buckets weren't falling when I was when I was playing <laughs> you though. I just had I to mean. get that out of the way. We used to play pickup a lot, and our first, my first ever pickup game was against him, and he crossed me on the second possession, and I was like, I'm not gonna have a good day today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I I remember you getting some. Getting your fair share of buckets too, man. So don't don't sell yourself short. Well, that's because I had to pull up from thirty five because you would guard me as soon as I freaking got across half court. Listen, man, you you had our respect though, man. I, I'll tell you that when you was no slouch. I appreciate it. All right, bro. Let's let's jump right in here. I want to ask this first question. Uh, coming out of Chicago, where you played high school ball, what led you to Seton Hall? And then eventually you decided to try out for the Seton Hall basketball team and, as a walk-on. What led me to Seton Hall? Honestly, uh, they, they, they chose me. You know, out of all of the schools that I applied to, uh, I felt that it was the best opportunity um, financially for me personally, you know, for me to, you know, just grow individually. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to get away from home, you know, you know, in order to, you know, just, you know, work on that, that independence, you know, for me doing everything as a kid so close to home, I felt like that was, you know, the best opportunity for me. Um, It was a small school, so that I was looking forward to that. I've always went to small schools, like ever since I was a kid, like starting in kindergarten. So I I knew me going to a big school probably wasn't going to be for me. And so that, you know, paired with, you know, the financial aspect of it all, you know, I, I just went in, you know, just ready to work in the, you know, to, ready to just get to it, you know what I mean? So, uh, and uh, in terms of me, you know, uh, trying out, you know, that was always a dream of mine to play Division One basketball. Uh, I, I had decided that no matter where I went, that's what I was going to try to do, you know, no matter what school it was, whether it was, you know, D3, D2, D1, I didn't care. I just wanted to hoop, you know what I mean? You know, I had, I had the love for it, and I still do. You know, I still play, uh, like, recreationally, you know. Uh, but, yeah, you know, just from from a younger, you know, early on, I, my parents just still that work ethic in me, you know, and, and everything I did. But, you know, especially basketball, you know, I just, like I said, I had the love for it. I worked at it every day in summers off. Uh, starting my freshman year, summer before that, trying out, didn't make it, coming back again, sophomore year, summer before my sophomore year, you know, going even harder, 
you know, working out with, uh, with my cousin, who was he was primarily training me, uh, him and my dad. Uh, coming back sophomore year, actually, you know, halfway making it, but not, you know, officially. So that, that was, you know, instead of letting that discourage me, you know, I, you know, I, I went back, you know, got back to the grind again, you know, and then finally my junior year, it, you know, it all worked out for me. So it was definitely, it was, it was a big blessing, man. I was, I was happy that my hard work had paid off. Definitely. But, and then for those three different tryouts, I know those kind of fly under the radar when yeah. people don't really know that a walk-on tryout's actually taking place. Oh so yeah. Like, those things are like, how, how do you even like get treasures. in? Yeah. Honestly, how do you even get in? It was like, it was like a wild goose chase my first year. I, I had no idea about who to talk to, who to contact. Uh, I remember going on a website trying to figure out who I should, you know, email or who I should, you know, call or whoever. And then I remember getting the job my freshman year uh, working in the rec center. So just talking to, you know, all the personnel there, you know, just trying to, you know, fill it out to figure out how I could, you know, work my way in. Uh, you know, people were telling me uh, about the director of basketball operations, who at the time was, it was Ryan Whalen. So um, I contacted him. And then uh, I think he put me in contact with, uh, I believe it was uh, Kyle Smythe. I think they, they were the ones who were running it. Uh, and, and Grant, too. Grant, Coach Grant Vilmeyer. So uh, I got in contact with them, uh, you know, just pressing the issue, you know, trying to figure out, like, what I needed to do or if they were even having tryouts. Uh, so finally, you know, I, I got my answer. You know, uh, you know, we got in there. It was a, it was a huge turnout my freshman year. I think that had to be like at least like 15, 16 guys in my freshman year. So it was really there was a lot of heads there, man. People I had, you know, we'd been playing with in the red. So I was kind of familiar, you know, with, with them. So that that kind of you know eased nerves a little bit, but it was more so me just being confident, you know, in the work that I had put in. Uh, and so it was, it was the same thing every year, you know, uh, trying to track somebody down and figure out if they were on the tryout, you know, how I could, how I could just, you know, make my way you know, to where I wanted to be. So even though that you had tried out multiple times beforehand, you still had to go through the exact same process Absolutely. Yeah. every time. Yeah. There was, there was no, no preference treatment or anything like that. You know, I had to do the same thing. It was starting at ground zero every single year, you know, so like when, you know, when you want something, you know, you do whatever you got to do, you know, to, to get it. And then your sophomore year, it was more of a, so because of classes conflicting, right. With practice. Right. Schedules, right that yeah, what it yeah. Was? So yeah, it was sophomore year. Well, I tried out, it was a little, a little less of a turnout that year. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe between six to eight there. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Actually what happened was we had a, uh, we had two. So that was like the first one with like, you know, about eight guys. And then they had us come back where there was just like, like four of us or something like that. And they just put us like through a work, whole workout. And it, it was, it was intense, you know, but, uh, like I said, I was, I was, I was ready for it because the work I was putting in. And, um, so after the tryout, they, uh, they contacted me, they told me that they wanted me on a team, you know? So, you know, hearing that, you know, you get you get excited. You think like, damn, I made the team. I'm calling my family, like all of that. My friends, I'm telling friends. Man, I, I, I think I might have got in, you know what I mean? Like I'm just ecstatic, you know? And then 
when we and it's time to do the paperwork and all of that, you know, they're looking at my schedule. You know, they're telling me, oh, we don't, you know, we don't want you like switching classes around or or having to drop this or drop that. In my mind, I'm like, what? I'll, I'll switch my whole major. Like, I'll change whatever <laughs> I gotta do. Like, I'll go into whatever. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? So that was kind of that was kind of rough, you know, like making it but not making it actually, you know. So, but you know, I didn't let that discourage me. You know, I just same thing with that school year. You know, I'm working on my game. You know, a lot of people, you know, just doing it recreationally. But in my mind, that was I was preparing for something. So, you know, every like every time I stepped on the floor, I it didn't matter who I was playing against. Like, I was just, you know, preparing for for the, that end goal in mind. You know, I'm like, I want to I want to be D1. I want to be on the team. So, like, you know, there was a daily thing, you know, just just building it brick by brick, you know. So was it the academic advisors kind of like steering you away from playing or like what? Made, what I, I think what it was. Make, is did that, you make um, the final call? What was it? No, no, no. It was them, because it, it, it was them telling me that uh, I didn't. They, they, they were against it. I guess it was some higher ups, you know, administration that you know they didn't. I guess it was. They said it was a bad look on you know on the team's part, you know, getting some kid to you know change his whole uh, academic schedule around or switching majors, you know, just to you know just to be on the team to fit and their let schedule. Let me guess. Next year you've scheduled around the, absolutely the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I didn't I, I didn't want any problems so they told me I, I figured out what their schedule was and you know I just picked all my classes you know around so we didn't have those issues yeah that's some bowl. that's some bowl. yeah uh, really absolutely is. man yeah it was it was a it was tough though but it you know you know stayed down but that must have that must have motivated you the next year though because you knew you could do it at that point you know it that honestly that that summer after the sophomore year is, is I think that's when I went the hardest because I knew I was right there. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, take that summer off, you know, you know, rather than, you know, take breaks, me thinking that I had made it because I had done it once before. You know, I just, I, I hit the ground running even harder, you know, cause I think I didn't know who would be there the next year. Uh, if they had new recruits coming in, if they'd have like preferred walk-ons or anything, who, anybody else I, who I'd have to be competing against. So it was, you know, my, my cousin, my dad told me, you know, it's it's, it's time to go harder than you have you know, ever before because uh, this that next year was key. You know, it was like do or die for me. And uh, it was actually a, a funny story. I didn't I didn't think I made it that that junior year because we went to uh, went to trials. Uh, forget how many were there, but, you know, it was decent, decent turnout. Um, and they, they actually contacted all of us by email. And they told us that they weren't going to take anybody. So that was like, that was, that was a big blow. So at that point I was like, wow, it's, it's over. Yeah. Like, it's, it's done. You know what I mean? It's the third time. And like, I thought I struck out, you know what I mean? So I, I called my dad. Like I was, I, I was hurt, man. I was upset. You know Yo, what I'm saying? I was, sick. I was, I was sick. It was like, man, like all this work I put in, you know, it's, you know, it's supposed to pay off and you know, this and that. And then literally not five minutes after they sent that email out, they called me. They say, man, we're taking you. Come to the gym right now. I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> ran so fast to that gym, man. So they, they, they said they were taking me. So they literally sent out the email and then yeah. called you on the side. I got the after. email and called me. They called me like five minutes after that. 
Yo, told that's, me they wanted to. That's so whack. They really had man, to. You're playing it was, with your emotions, boy. Yeah, it was an it was an emotional roller coaster for sure, man. But like I said, it all everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Uh, work paid off. You know, I was, you know, probably the greatest feeling I've I've ever felt in my life. You know, at that moment, realized 100%. that I had made it. You know, I can only imagine like my body physically you know this like i've blown out i blew out both of my legs to right. i could go be a d1 athlete but mm. but still like that feeling of just being like yo uh, this is legit i'm i'm on this stage right now it was yeah it's i honestly i i couldn't even believe it i thought somebody was prank calling me at first you know it was like yeah uh, we need to come to the gym now i was like huh like who was who called, it? i, I didn't even know you? what it was you didn't you had no idea what? I didn't even know who it was. Um, who was it that called me? I, I don't remember if it was Grant or or, or Kyle. It was one of those. It was one of those. Did two Grant run every year then the tryout? Yeah, he he was the one uh, in charge of it. That kind of like I'm, selected the walk-ons. Yeah, yeah. It was he he ran it, and then uh, I guess you know they did it by committee or whatever. You okay. know they took it to to Willard. You know they told him who they who they liked. And then I guess, you know, they, they liked me enough that year. So, you know, it, it, it worked out. All right. So walking into, walking into your first practice, was it like scary, intimidating? Did the guys like welcome you with open arms? How that, because oh, being a walk-on, you got an extra chip on your shoulder already just being Absolutely. there. So how'd that yeah, play so, out? So you, you have that, you have the chip on your shoulder, but then you walk in and, and when you, <laughs> you see what D1 players look like. You see six, seven, six, eight, six, ten. I'm like, wow. And I, I, I kid you not. I was, I was, I was shaking a little bit, you know. But then I, you know, I had to remember, you know, you know, who I was, you know, the work I put in, you know, that, you know, I belong here, you know what I mean. So it was, it was just, you know, it was trying to get to work, you know, be me, you know, just, just play my game, you know, do what I, do what I did to, to get me there. You know what I'm saying? So it was that first practice. It was. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I didn't know, like, I don't know who to but you probably talk were still, to, what to do. You know, who cares? You're probably smiling uh, yeah. ear to ear, even though you I were was. doing everything wrong. You probably had yeah, a smile. Everything. Came on. I, I don't think I don't think I did one thing right that day. Uh, it was I didn't. It. I was all over the place. I was like a deer in headlights. Yeah. So, um, you know, we. I was on the sideline probably like the first. 35, 40 minutes just standing there. I, we were doing drills. I don't know any of the drills. So finally, uh, Willard, he looks at me. He's like, he's like, who are you? Like, what are you even doing here? I was like, uh, does he not know I'm coming? <laughs> I, I, it was, I, I froze, you know? So he finally just told me to jump in and I, I had to learn everything on the fly. You know what I mean? So that whole first day was just about, it was a mental day, really. It was just about me being a sponge, trying to pick up everything, just going in and playing hard, you know, not trying to do too much, you know, just to pull up my phone, you know. So that that first week, that's what it was all about, you know. Just, nobody knew my name the whole first week. Just called me different names and all of this, you know, just, you know, playing the, you know, playing the game. So I was, I was ready for it, though. You know, it was it's nothing that I, you know, wasn't prepared for, but it was – that first week was a roller coaster, but it, it was fun though. It was fun getting to finally getting to put that Seton Hall jersey on. So that was that was and it was an amazing feeling, you know. And I had my friends, you know, 
they had my back cheering me on, you know, so that, that kept me going too. It kept me motivated. And the uniform, the uniform they were selling at the bookstore was your number. They were, they were really? only selling 13, I think at the bookstore, wow. right? I think. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they were selling 13. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that was my, that was my junior year number, but then I, I, my senior I year, I got the number. Out. Yeah, I got the number. That was the number I wanted my junior year. At 22, but I think someone else had their the name on it or something, so I couldn't take that one. But yeah, that was uh, yeah, I was just happy to have to have a, a seat in all jersey. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't have my name on the back of my jersey. I didn't care. You know what I mean? I, I'm just not what it's about. You know, I just wanted to have that that seat hall on my chest, man. That was it was amazing to be able to, to be a representative, you know, the other school in that way. Just to be be able to say I'm a D1 player, someone I have worked for you know, my entire life, you know what I'm saying? Something that I had believed I could do and it, you know, it finally came to fruition. So yeah, me and me, my my family, you know, they were, they were probably more happy than I was, honestly. Yeah. They were more excited, calling me every day. And my dad, like <laughs> after every practice calling me, you know, he's at work calling me, I'm in class calling me, you know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was amazing, man. So that's. He wanted a minute by minute update, bro. Yeah. yeah everything. It was that's amazing. His, that's his know? proud family right there for sure. Yeah, man. It was, that's, it was great motivation for me too, to, to know that they were, they were just happy as I was, you know, and they, they had my back through it all. So. And then, great time, and then at St. Peter's, you got your first bucket when you were playing them. What was that what was that moment like for you? All right, so that was. Was that just uh? uh <laughs> honestly, that was just that was that was that was a muscle memory shot. That was just being in the gym. Like, <laughs> I kid you not, I could not see the rim. The dude that was guarding me was like six three, but I, I got one like little glance at the rim, and I, and I just I put it up. It's end of a shot clock, and it dropped. So like, you know, for, for everybody out there, you know that. The, the the work will it'll, it'll get you right man you know? <laughs> the, the work paid off <laughs> it, it, literally literally you know what i mean that honestly that was that was god gotten that shot you know what i mean i mm -hmm. couldn't i couldn't see the rim but it was it that was amazing i got interviewed after the game i was it was it was also <laughs> new to me man like i didn't i made this i didn't know what to do but i got video of it i don't even know what i was doing when i ran back on the other end it was <laughs> I just I look like and probably everyone was cheering on the sideline, everybody man, too. I, it was like that was like an out of body experience, man. I didn't even know what was happening in the moment. <laughs> I just I felt the whole I think I felt the whole arena shake after that, man. Like people jumping up and down, whole crowd screaming. I couldn't hear myself think, man. That was that was amazing. Yeah, that was that was probably the that, no that is the highlight of my whole basketball career. Yeah, I always remember that. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. More than carrying, than holding on to the trophy. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so that's probably the the second best. That, <laughs> that 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 Big East championship getting to cut down that net. That was that was something. And then my first year, no less. That was yeah. Run, run me through that feeling, like that run. Run me through that, that run, because you guys were you guys were not picked to win. That was Nova's no. year. Nova yeah. went out, went on to win the Natty that year. I'm still angry about that, by the way. Yeah, because uh, hey. we felt like that should have been us. We felt like that should have been us, honestly. Uh, so this so. is what I do as a Notre Dame fan. Now it's what uh, I used to do as a Seton Hall fan. Especially if we lose, you always be the last team that they beat. They beat them. <laughs> exactly. Yep. We were we were always the last team to beat them. But yeah, that that year was it. It, it was a lot of work. You know, uh, we didn't. Didn't start off 
too well, but you know, we we always believed that we were going to be good, and we believed that we were going to start clicking at some point in the season. The, the The chemistry of that year was just it was great. You know what I mean? Like win or lose, you know what I'm saying? Like we were just it, it was a tight knit group. You know, like we actually you know liked each other. You know, so that that made it easier. You know, that made it easier to, to play on the court. You know, in practice. You know, going at each other, working hard, you know, me being, you know, just doing what I, what, whatever I needed to do, whatever they needed me to do to, to get us better. So, like, I, I call myself, like, a practice player, you know what I mean? So, I was, what, I was always it, on the scout team. What was, what, was the, what was the hardest player you had to reenact for? What, what kind of game? The hardest player? That you had to, like, mimic for uh, – because you said oh, a practice player man. being part of the scout team. Who did they want you to be one day? Uh wow. To mimic your game behind. Probably Mari's uh who was the hardest player? Mm. I gotta say Jalen Brunson. So they probably so you had to try and mimic Brunson's game. Yeah, that was that was tough because well he's a lefty. He <laughs> That's what I'm that's saying. All, that's and already the hardest part for you. It wasn't so much that because, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm left hand dominant. I'm right handed, but yeah, my left side is like stronger. That. Yeah, yeah, but it's he. Our, our games is just like the complete opposite. He's really, really heady point guard, fundamental. You know, he's he's a dribble drive kind of guy, whereas uh, I'm more of a. More of a like on a perimeter play. I'm a, I'm like a shooter, you know what I mean. So I'm more of an uh, attacking mindset as well. He's just a he's an overall point guard, you know. He's always looking at these guys involved. So and then the offense was it was a little complex for me at the time too, trying to learn it, try to mimic that in practice. Just the uh, just the, like the the intelligence, you know, that team played with. It was mm-hmm. it was like out of this world. It was different. Man. It was different. Like Jay Wright had those guys. Like it was it was like clockwork, man. It was like virtually no mistakes, and we had to mimic that in practice, you know, trying to get our guys ready for that. But you know, we we got it done. Like we watch film, we go for plays before practice. You know, it was just and me just I, I took that so serious. You know what I mean? It was like practice was like my games. Mm-hmm. You know because. You know, I had to do what I needed to do, you know, for them to to be ready, you know, come game day. Because I wanted to win, too. I didn't play, but, like, I was – Yeah. You know, the desire was that I wanted to win. I wanted I wanted to, you know, cut down those nets like, like we did at the, the end of the, the Big East tournament. So, just, just going into every day with the mindset of, of me getting better as well as trying to get, you know, my teammates better every day, you know, working hard. Just, you know, just being me. That's always been my calling hard calling cards just working hard you know going hard all the time uh just you know just just being being a dog really you know what i mean that's that's how i was brought up you know so that 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 helped us you know progress each game of the season you know it was i i like to say it was a complete ascension like there was no no downhill like it was it was only up from the first game all the way up until that last that we lost in the, the ncaa tournament uh, but it was it, it was an amazing ride, man. Like, like I said, getting the cut down, and I actually got to play. I yeah. got on the floor during the Big East tournament uh, against Creighton, like the last two minutes or so. It was amazing, man. Like uh, another out of body experience. Like just being able to to run up and down, like on a 
on a stage like that, it's amazing. At the Garden, no less. Like that's that the, great, the greatest it, stage. It's unrivaled. The greatest yeah, stage. Absolutely, that, that feeling is unrivaled, man. So it, it it's a blessing to be able to have to have going through that. You know, there's so many guys where I come from that wish that they could have those types of opportunities. So you know, I, I didn't take it for granted. You know, every day it was, you know, it was. It was a beautiful feeling to be able to, like I said, the the ref, the ref scene hall. How much different was the aura that is MSG when you stepped out on that court? It probably felt like a completely different. Like you had to be like, "What is happening? Is this real life?" For a second. Yeah, it, yeah, it's. How how can I put this? I've been on the court for media stuff. I have never like right. done anything like that. Like in a game, like you're on MS, you're in MSG on the court. Right. So being like being on the floor, being able to sit like, you know, courtside, because, you know, I, I had courtside seats every game. So that was love. But especially in the garden, like, you know, doing the tournament, every game, it's like being on a roller coaster for 40 minutes, like nonstop, you know, like mm-hmm. there's no letdown. Like the energy is some parallel, you know, sometimes you can't even, I couldn't even myself think sometimes, you know, like the home team scores, you know, the crowd's roaring after every bucket. You know what I mean? It's it's loud. You know, it's it's hard to hear. Hear yourself. Hear your teammates. It just man. It I. It's it's hard to describe. It's like an indescribable feeling. Like you ha- you have to feel it. You know what I mean? Like it's like a it's like a vibration that runs through you, man. It, it it's amazing, man. The the energy is just it, it was great, man. I I never experienced anything like it before. And probably won't ever again. You know, that was that was great. It was a great feeling. And I was actually at the final. I was in the nosebleeds, literally the top row of the uh, nosebleeds when Isaiah hit the shot. For you, you were right there. Did you when he hit it, did you were like, yo, we just won? Or are you like, did you still think there were a couple seconds left? Because it's see, no, no. like how does how does it go through a head just when you're not on the court when stuff like that is happening all around you? See now it's in a situation like that, it's it's easy to be like, man, we, we just won. But, yeah. you know, being in the cause I'm always I'm on the floor. I'm so I'm in the basketball mindset, I'm in the game mindset. So I if you if you watch video, you can see me on the sideline, it's like going crazy. <laughs> and I think I almost ran on the court. Like, so I had to like <laughs> I had to like reel it back in. It's like, oh, I don't want to get us a tech or anything like that. So like the whole bench is just going crazy. Yeah. Will it fell on the floor? You know, yes. like everybody's it, it was just crowds going wild. So for, for for a few seconds, it's like, man, like wow. Like, like we did we just win? Like, you know, but then you you take it back a little bit, like, wow, we still gotta make a free throw. You know, and then there's still some seconds left on the clock. They're probably gonna call a timeout, draw a player. So you gotta, you know, you gotta shift back in the you know the defensive mode. So yeah, at that moment thing. it was just like wow man, we gotta okay we've it's the first part of it but we we gotta finish and that was our thing the whole year like defense was our calling card you know it was it was defense defense physicality. defense physicality yeah. yeah it was it was every every practice the focus of everything was was defense that was our our primary primary training so like we you know we revert back to your training you know what i'm saying so we shifted back into that defense mindset knowing we had to get one stop and then we'd be biggest champion so you know, and, and, and it worked out. So. Well, the Nova crazy. fans will probably try to say that we got they got fouled, but they didn't. 
They did not. <laughs> they did not. And, now, and, now, that and now that you said that, it's going to blow up in the comments today. Exactly. <laughs> I, so I, any, any Villanova fans, I don't want. I don't want to hear that. Well, the crazy we want, thing we want it straight up. The crazy thing is, is that Nova. It was the same exact scenario almost when they mm -hmm. played Carolina because there was a couple of seconds left. Yeah. And then they draw up the play, and it actually works out in the Natty. Yeah. It just came exactly. up short in the Big East Championship. It was Man, almost the exact same play, though. Uh, yeah, almost. It was just on the opposite side. Exactly. Like, there was that right wing three for, for Chris Jenkins, and he made it, but they did it on the left side. Uh, I forgot who shot it. I think it was – who was it? It wasn't Jenkins. Archie Diakono or Josh – what was one of them? Either was, way. I, I think know. it was Hart, if I, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, either way, you know, we – we, we we studied yeah. them, man. So we we were ready. We were ready for that. Like there was no way we were we were gonna let that happen, man. And then, and then it worked just, out. Just, just describe the feeling, bro, of cutting down a net and being a champ. You said it was the greatest, probably the greatest moment that you've ever had to do in your basketball life. Absolutely, man. It was so you know, and, and you know, in high school, you go through state playoffs, things like that. Yeah. Uh, my high school, we won regional championships uh sectional championships you know you cut the nets down but you know we we had we never made it to the end you know you know that that pinnacle like one of the state championships so me in my mind you know like that's fine but you know didn't finish the job i always wanted more so getting to the next level like you know i'm here now so first step is you know winning a, a big east tournament you know and then after that you know winning the national championship but just being able to, to walk up that ladder, you know, and and, and cut my piece of the net down, that it, it, it's it's a beautiful feeling, man. Like knowing that all the work that you put in, like the the preseason, all of that, all of that flashes before your eyes, you know, when you're when you realize that that you won, you know, the, the work is paid off, you know, everything that you work for, you know, it's it's finally it's tangible in your hands, you know. So that was that was a beautiful feeling, man. I I I think I almost started crying, honestly. Like that was it, it was a beautiful I would be. I'd be sobbing. Yeah, man. It was, I'd, it was be, a beautiful I'd be I'd be laying on the middle of the court like this. Just... Yeah, bro. The, the confetti, all of that, man. It was yeah, I definitely shed a tear. Too. Was it were there were were you doing confetti cart uh jumping jacks down there? Man, I couldn't, angels? I couldn't even, I couldn't even think, man. Like I was <laughs> I got to hold the trophy and you know they gave us our, like t-shirts, hats and all that. You know, I had I had seen scenes like this on TV growing up, you know, watching teams win yeah. uh, tournament uh, championships. Uh, and for me to actually win one in my first year there, it was I didn't know what to do with myself. I was all over the place. You know, it was it was also new to me. But you know, just looking back on it now, yeah, that's that's probably the greatest athletic uh, achievement that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. And to win that for the school too, like all the, the fans, you know, like the students, they were they were riding with us all season. So to, to win that for them too, it was it was it was a great feeling. Yeah, and then I want to jump to the NCAA tournament real quick. You guys kind of got snubbed on Selection Sunday. They sent your butt out to Utah, where I'm basically at now, out in mm. Idaho, right. two hours south of me altitude mm -hmm. all that and they probably give you the hardest non-power five team in basketball history with the snags that uh that was i think that might have been 
the best team we mm, I want to say it's probably the best non Big East team that we've ever played. And they had a down year and they just Yeah. They were like, it, "All right, we're in now. Let's just show yeah. people what's up." <laughs> and that was like one of their like rebuilding years, you know, before they they got to, you know, where they you know, yeah. they were competing for national championships. But just getting there like getting to Denver so the first thing we're worried about is like, oh man, we got to go play in this this altitude, man. It's gonna be different. We don't know how our bodies are gonna react. Uh, it's we don't know if people are gonna you know have bad reactions to it. If you're gonna start getting sick or whatever, so it our like recovery and all that. It was it was key, and even in practice, you know, we were we were like easing into things. We didn't want to like go go full throttle and then. You know, we don't know how like, we're going to, like I said, how our body's going to react to it. So that, uh, and and honestly, while, while you're in it, like when you're training and all that, you, you don't feel it. All of the effects of it are like after you stop moving. So like we would yeah. be, you know, we were playing, we're fine, take breaks. And you're then that's just like, you're it feels like 50 extra pounds is added like in, on, onto your lungs. It's, it's crazy. It, it's, it's nuts, man. And like, I, I couldn't believe how difficult it was to, to, to breathe in. So we, we needed like oxygen tanks and all. And it was, it was crazy, man. But like, it was, that was another first for me, another big first for me going to the NCAA tournament. Some I grew up watching uh, since I was a kid, you know, being able to actually be there, like in it, you know, going through, you know, practices, media, like just, you know, all the, the perks of, of, of being in a division one program and an elite one at that, you know, mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that was, uh, I'll say that was definitely in like my top five athletic achievements. So definitely. And then my last thing I want to ask you was senior night when they, when Willard said you gave you the start, did he tell you beforehand that he was going to start you? Was it just like a little bit of a whim? Describe that moment. he, 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 I think it was the, the practice before the game, he told me I was going to start. So it was like, wow, but this for real? Like, I'm about to start. You know, they're going to call my name, you know, on the, on the loudspeakers. I get to come out. My family is to see me, mm-hmm. you know, actually start in the Division One game. It was, it was, it was amazing, man. I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous a little bit. But, um, and actually, there was supposed to be uh, this play they were going to run for me to try to give me a, a bucket to score. And that's really what was that was contributing to my nervousness. So I was like, man, I need to, I got to go one for one here because I know I'm only gonna get this one chance. Yeah, how much you know, of but, a run was he gonna give you? Pretty much a couple possessions. That's it. Yeah, that's probably that's why you know I was in my mind. I was like, man, I got to go one for one. I have to go <laughs> one for one. But we we didn't get the tip, so you know, you know, got a defensive possession, and you know that was it. But yeah. again, I got the I got to start in a Division One basketball game, and not many people can say that. So that was. No, shout out to them for you know giving me that opportunity. That was that was a dream come true, honestly. For Seton Hall fans, just describe Coach Willard. What what is he like? Describe him if there's any. What is what do we what do we not see that you guys get to see? Wow, uh, he's. I'll say he's a, he's a he's a a great family man. You know, he treats us all like his sons. You know what I mean, like. It's that, you know, that that tough love that, you know, in, in a moment, 
you know, you know, may not always be enjoyable. It's always, you know, he always has your best interests in mind. You know, he and he and he works hard, man. It's one of the hardest workers in the business. You know, it's his his preparation. You know, getting us ready, uh, put us in a position to be successful, man. It's it's unlike anything I've ever seen. You know, it's a it's a pretty funny guy too. Well, uh, so that was that. That always made practice. Is it like a dry, is it a dry humor or is it like a funny humor? What is it? Yeah, it's it's a little it's a combination of both. <laughs> but uh, it's it, yeah, that, that made some practices more enjoyable. But just the you know, it's a real you know genuine dude, you know, and I'm I'm grateful to him for giving me the opportunity to to be on his team. Honestly, that's like like I said, one of the greatest achievements that that I've ever had. You know. And it was, uh, you know, because he gave me the opportunity, but that trust in me to, to, you know, believe in that I could contribute to that team, you know, and their success. So, you know, shout out, shout out to Willard, you know, and his coaching staff, man. So, love those guys. All right. I got a couple questions that are going to be real quick. Just a couple of rapid oh. fire for us to wrap up. You're right. a Chicago guy. Absolutely. You had, you're also now a New Jersey, New York guy. Chicago yeah. or New York style pizza? Chicago, hands down. <laughs> and, 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 and before you say anything else, no, Deep Dish is not the face of Chicago pizza. I actually hate Deep Dish pizza. It's, it's, it's regular thin crust or, or, or nothing for me. And, I, and yes, I've, I've had both. I've had both. So I'm not, it's not just my biased opinion. Well, it, it is a little bit, but <laughs> I think, I think the, the difference has got to be like in the, in the sauce, man. Yeah, I think and just the, the the like the quality of the ingredients, you know, it's 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 unlike anything you've ever had. So if any if anybody you know you haven't had it, uh, you you gotta you gotta go try Chicago style pizza. And if you must try the deep dish, make sure you just do that last, you know, because not everybody's gonna like that. Um, I'm like I said, I'm not a fan, but it's it's definitely the best piece I've ever had. Hands All down. Right. Yeah. All right. And I got one more. Who right. is the hardest player you had to guard in practice on the squad for you? I'm going to throw practice. you on the spot right now. Yeah, that's so tough. That's it because there was – Kadeen was on that squad, Isaiah. You had Ish. Ish was more of a defensive guy. Desi. Right. Who was the hardest player I had to guard? Those those guys are all it was it was me being just you know slightly undersized you know I'm I was a little vertically challenged you know I I made up for that a little bit in, in strength though but I, I say the the hardest dude I had to guard was actually my height it was JT JT really yeah because he was he was so explosive and quick you know just strong and athletic it was. That was definitely it was a it was a real tough task being able to stay in front of him. It was in the the way he played the game. He's a real intelligent player too. So that was guys like that have, have always been, you know, the toughest kind of guys to guard for me. Everybody, like I said, everybody's uh everybody were you know great players. We had a had a solid team. You know, everybody. It's it wasn't wasn't an easy task guarding anybody on our squad. Honestly, so we had some real hoopers. Well, Mike, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come on and chat it up with me. I know it's been a long time coming since we've actually had a chance to catch up, and this was a great Absolutely. way to do it.
thank you for having me, man. Like I said, it's an honor to be here. I appreciate you. All right, everybody. That was another edition of the Final Whistle Sports Podcast. Be ready for new content and new stuff coming out in the next coming week. Enjoy the rest of your day.